Welcome to 54 Live. I am your host, Digsies, and once again joined by my mainest man, Jake. Jake, what is good? What is happening? How are we doing, people? It is good to hear some voices again that I love hearing, a.k.a. my boy Diggy Dig up in this house. You yep. guys didn't know, shout out to Digsies. He just went to his 20th high school reunion. I told him to impregnate the prom queen. He did not because he already married the prom queen. Yeah. What's up? He, my wife did not go to my high school, but I definitely I definitely uh, outkicked my coverage with her. But, yeah, it was fun, man. Honestly, there was a lot of people there that I haven't seen in a long time. And also, there was a lot of people there that I didn't even know I went to high school with. But, hey, when you have a graduating class of, like, 700, I guess that will do it for you, right? Exactly. I mean, let's be real. If you have that big a class you might know 35 people and the rest of them you're just like oh it's it's the dude that i run the stairs one yeah. year legit <laughs> legit i knew one out of every four people you know but whatever you know my boy broadway if you if you follow long island golf co uh, my boy broadway that i play golf with he graduated the same year and they uh they crowned him prong king Oh dang! Yeah. Oh dang! We're just joking. We're just saying he did because he was—he's single, so he thought he was going to find his love of his life twenty years after high school. Oh, because that's totally when you find it. Absolutely. Exactly. And one thing, last thing I'll say is I feel fucking old that I graduated high school twenty years ago this year. Hey, uh, you know, it, it, I'm not that far behind you, so I understand. Yeah. But anyway, we haven't been on for a while, and honestly, I'm going to be honest with all you guys because. Diggsies is always honest to a T. I haven't watched a single second of golf coverage since the Open ended. It's been a nice little break. The tournaments on tour haven't been great. Nothing really excited me, but we're back in business this week. Live Golf at the Greenbrier, a great course that we all know and love. The PGA Tour have been there for years and years and years. It's now a Live Golf stop. And uh, yeah, man, nice two, two and a half week break. And I I'm happy to watch them Live Golf this week. And it's been, what, four weeks since we had some Live Golf? Something like that. The point is, though, is that it's just exciting to be at this point in the season. We're starting to be at the real serious point of the season with Live Golf, where, you know, every event ramps up the temperature. You know, it's kind of like at this point in the PGA Tour season where you see guys like Justin Thomas, who normally would start skipping events right yeah. here, freaking out and playing everything he possibly can. It's yeah. awesome. This is important stuff for Live Golf right here. And we're back at the Greenbrier. Ladies and gentlemen, get out your stogies. Get out your moonshine. Let's sit down and have some homemade toilet wine. Yeah. Let's get this. The Greenbrier, folks. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah. It's so beautiful down there. And it's a classic, not only a classic course, it's a classic resort. You know, like they got the, the bunker underneath the Greenbrier that they were going to use in the 60s if there was any nuclear fallout for the president. That was going to be the mobile White House back in the 60s. So it's an important part in U.S. history. But yeah, JT, it's crazy, man. He needs what? Like a top 20 to at the Wyndham in order to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. And the Ryder Cup standings, man, it's getting uh, it's getting interesting, man. These next, especially with Liv, like there's a few Liv guys that I think if they go on a tear or continue their tear in the form of Gooch, you know, I, I think I, we know Brooks is on the team. We know DJ might have a, a, it's a long shot because he has, has had so much success in the Ryder Cup and he's such a U.S. stalwart that DJ could be picked, but I want to see Gooch on the team, man. 
You know, I just want to see more than just Brooks on the team, though. Hashtag uh, free the gooch. Free the gooch. Um, this is a week, by the way, where, where Gooch definitely can pick up a win. Um, you know, Greenbrier is is not a, you know, the courses that, that Gooch has been struggling on are the the big tier events, obviously, is where he's been struggling at. You know, the majors, he hasn't done very well. Um, made the cut at, at a good portion of them, but, you know, it hasn't been playing great. Um, and at the Trump courses, he's also been, you know, not his best. Um, something about, you know, just difficult courses, he's really struggling to show up, show up on. But Greenbrier, as we know, it's, it's, it's a fair course. It's a course that you can score on. I don't like saying easy because obviously, you know, we can do anything to make a course play difficult. Greenbrier has had some good weeks, though, where some, where some 20 under weeks win it. And this is a course that I think Gooch can attack and play some serious offense on and, and you can get a good other good finish. Um, the guys that we had to watch out for right now on the live golf circuit that have opportunities to get on the Ryder Cup team situation are, of course, Patrick Reed. Um, I know it's weird to say because he hasn't actually won anything in, in a long time, but his, his consistent high tier finishes, especially in majors, do stick out. So keep him on your radar. Dustin Johnson. We need to see continued good success from Dustin Johnson because he's been very up and down all over the place this year. Um, his performance at the Open Championship, granted the Open Championship is not really suited for his game, um, especially that course. Yeah, um, that was rough. And then uh, we also got to keep DeChambeau. I know that you were putting money on DeChambeau for yeah. the Open, but DeChambeau, you know, he, he pooped the bed. You know, he there was did. some bed that he pooped. Yeah, it was. I, I struck out this year with my my. Actually, I didn't. I won about sixteen hundred on Brooks to win the PGA. But the Open, I had Ricky, which would have been a big eight thousand dollar cash. He completely fucked me. And then DeChambeau, and even on the weekend, like I was, I was putting money on some long shots. You know, I put some money on Sepp Straka, who Sepp Straka is playing some amazing golf right now, and Europe should be happy that they got him on the team because he well not officially yet but you know about two months ago when you looked at europe's team you were like other than like the top eight studs who's going to be the 9th 10th 11th 12th guys you know sep straka just stepped up and he's going to help fill out that team It'll be interesting to see how the European team actually looks because a lot of it is because you got to remember the European team is actually controlled by the DP World Tour. Yeah. So the, a lot of the top stud nuggets, because they play on the PGA Tour almost exclusively now, don't actually have the points, but they have the clout, they have reputation to where they get a captain's pick. And that's where a lot of the captain's pick uh, increase has, has, has come from is simply because you'll have you know, top tier European players who don't play on the European tour, so they don't get European points. Um, but you're right. Yeah, man, it's going to be interesting to see that when it comes down to it. As far as the Americans go. Um, Harmon definitely got it. He's definitely going to be on the team now, Harmon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So far, officially, Scotty, Scheffler, and Wyndham Clark have locked down spots. Mm -hmm. They're on the team. And then the next four with the captain's picks is Harmon, Kepka, Shawfley, and Cantley, and then you got Homer right there. Homer might be able to jump over Cantley and Shawfley, depending how he plays the next few weeks. Even Cameron Young and Jordan Spieth and King and Bradley might jump. But honestly, I feel like if I'm Zach Johnson right now, I feel like I got 
10 guys locked on the team, like Scotty, Wyndham, Harmon, Kepka, Shoffley, Cantley, Homer, Young, Spieth, Keegan. And then those last two spots, you know, Ricky Fowler's been playing great. You'd think he has to have that. And if I'm him, I'm, I'm adding one more live guy. Like, depending how Gooch and Patrick Reed and Dustin Johnson play the next few weeks, I'm taking one of them, man, because I'd rather have them over... Uh, JT's playing like crap. If he makes the team, he'll only make it because of his name. You know, Sam Burns, he's a good golfer, but he doesn't really do it for me. Morikawa has been, other than that second-place finish that he lost in the playoff, he hasn't been great. And, you know, the rest of the guys, you got Finau, Harris English, Sahit Tagala, like, they're not going to put a fear in the eyes of any European guys, but if a European guy needs to go up against Dustin Johnson or Bryson DeChambeau or Patrick Reed, you know, that's going to that's gonna make them think once or twice. You'd think it would. Um, ultimately, I, I think that it, it'll really be a, a question mark right there of, are we being inclusive and stopping the fighting with Liv, right? If we do see a second Liv player taken, uh, which I understand, guys, we don't expect... We expect just the just Brooks Kepka and maybe one other player. If I had to put money on it, I would say DJ would be that next guy. You think DJ? I mean, yeah. DJ is the one. I mean, it wouldn't be Patrick Reed simply because Patrick Reed's been way too. He's seen yeah. too many people. And just the, even when Patrick Reed didn't have the nonsense going on, um, last Ryder Cup he wasn't taken. You know, and like he was he was next up on points. Was it last? Was it Whistling Straits or was it the year before in France? One of those. He was thirteenth in the point standings. Or actually, no, he might have been like tenth or eleventh. They took the top eight. Maybe it was even nine. I don't know. But he was like right. Like if they went by the standings, all top 12, he would have made it. And they jumped him for, I think it might have been Scheffler or somebody like that. But honestly, he wasn't picked when he was on the PGA Tour, when he was playing nice, as nice as Patrick Reed can play with people because he's, you know, the guy's never played nice with people ever since his win at the Raw when he said he was top five. You know, the guy's always had a chip on his shoulder, which I love and which you need in match play. But there's honestly, there's no chance that he gets taken. You know, DJ, he's a, a veteran. You know, Gooch has been on fire. If you want to go, if you want a veteran presence, you go in DJ. If you want to go by how you played this year, you go in Gooch. And, you know, if DeChambeau wins the next two weeks, then maybe him. But other than that, I don't think anybody else. Yeah, I can't see a, another American, and there's certainly no European in the conversation no. uh, from Live Golf. No. Um, uh, sadly, uh, the Europe. No, no, there's not. The Europeans uh, just haven't showed up is all. I so think I think I think Sergio could have a shot just because he's a veteran and you know, if they're looking at the twelfth spot and they're looking at, you know, should we put, you know, Rasmus Hogard or, you know, that other what's that other young guy that is doesn't Hogard have a brother? Yeah, Rasmus and his brother. Yeah, Rasmus and his brother. Like, if we want one of those guys, or we Nikolai. want... Nikolai. Yeah, Rasmus or Nikolai, or we put, you know... Well, let's go to the Sergio. European team. Let's go to the European team. I got it right here, yeah. You got... Okay, so, so, I'm just going to rattle off who I go, think. I'm not, I'm not looking at a list right now. I'm, I'm not rattling off 12 names that I hope to see. Okay. And I know that we got other guys in points and all that jazz. So, you know, you got Rory, you got, you got Rom, you got uh, Fleetwood. Um, Hatton, Lowry. Um, I want to see Adrian Moronk. Um, we're gonna see probably Yannick Paul on points. He's been playing hot enough. 
Um, you might see Lerata Ball on points. Um, you might actually see uh, Adrian Otigui. Yeah. Seb Straka. Um, and then I'm trying to think of a couple other guys, but that's, that's 10 right there. And then if you want to get Hov- the Hovland, Fitzpatrick. Hovland. Yeah, Hovland and Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that's 12 right there. Jay Rose, Shane Lowry. Jay Rose probably gets in because he's just, it's, it's, it's Luke Donald as the captain. And so. you know who's in right now because of his Scottish Open play? Oh. Bobby McIntyre. Yes. There hasn't been a Scotsman in a long no. time, has there? Nope. Right now, as it stands, you got Rory Rahm, McIntyre, Hovland, Hatton, Fleetwood. So those are the six guys. You know Fitzpatrick's getting in. You know um, Sepp Strzok is getting in the way he's played. Uh, you know Fleetwood's getting in. And honestly, they're probably going to take Rose because he's a veteran you know, leadership. Well, it's, it's Luke Donald. Yeah, ex- exactly. So you got two spots open for Straka, Lowry, Moronk, Otagwai, and, you know, maybe, you said Yann- Yannick Paul is, he's fourth in the European points. So maybe him, maybe Hogard. I, I, I think they might want to get one of the young studs out there just because, get them, you know, because like after this year, you know, two years away, you're not going to have Rose anymore. You know, well, I'll tell you what, uh, four years from now, we're going to see match play at Ryder Cup. We're going to see Nikolai and Rasmus Hoygaard versus Pearson and Parker Cootie. I don't know who those guys are, but. Hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to go over to. I'm going to go over to long. Bro, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, this week, actually, I lied. I did watch golf because I watched the Corn Ferry Tour, the NV5 Invitational, because Barstool had the, uh, they broadcast it on Barstool.tv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So You're I watched that. Or... Yeah, I watched that for like 15, 20 minutes, which was, it was pretty cool because I love Barstool. I grew up reading Barstool since, you know, 2010. So I've been a long time stoolie. So I, I, I watched them and they did a pretty good job. I'm Not impressed with that, but like I was pretty excited because uh, Oklahoma uh, Oklahoma University Sooner alumni Chris Goddard up was was near the, near, near the top. Cool dude, by the way. I got pissed at him though because uh, you know I was talking with his mom uh, whenever he, when they were playing here in Norman. I was so pissed at him because his mom's like, "Yeah, his putter's just never on fire," and I I literally wanted to point out to her exactly why the dude puts. Okay, so he's he's right-handed. Mm-hmm. So he puts his. Uh, where do you put your glove whenever you're putting? In my back pocket. In your back pocket, but which back pocket? My left back pocket. Your left back pocket. Okay, so you put it in the in the one in the front. Most players put it in their back in their in their in their peripheral back pocket. So okay. like for me as a lefty, I put it in my back left pocket. Um, most players put it in their back right pocket if they're right-handed. Um, do you know where Chris Goddard puts his puts his his glove whenever he puts? He's a righty. He's a righty. He puts it in his left front pocket. His left front pocket. It's where he puts his fucking glove. So it's me off. Flopping there in the wind. Not only that, he he hits it on his follow through on every single putt. That's so weird. I I, I literally was watching this, and I, and obviously he's he's a professional player, and I'm watching his round. Watched him two days in a row. But on Corn Ferry, you can get pretty close. You can be friendly. You can talk to the guys. If, if you know whatever. Um, I was never going to say anything to him during the round, obviously, because like that's just you don't do that shit. Like that's how you get kicked out. Yeah. Um, but more than that, like that's just not gonna. That's just not fair. But at the same time, I'm just watching this, and I'm just like, you are literally hitting your glove on every single follow through of your putt. You need to change that. Like no coach would ever tell you, hey, that's the place where you put your glove at. 
<laughs> no, you put it in your in your back peripheral pocket. Or you put with your glove like Jack Nicholas did, right? Didn't Jack yeah, Nicholas put with his glove on? There were some guys who did back in the yeah. day, but but we gotta also remember, you know, those gloves were, uh, you know, grips were a lot different back then. Let's put yeah. it that way. And speaking about putting, did you see the way Ollie Snyderchan's putts? Yes, but he more importantly, takes his just... right hand and he holds his left forearm mm-hmm. and he just puts one-handed. That is friggin' bizarre. Well, I'm just glad to see him back playing. Yeah, playing decent because yeah, a few years was... ago he was like a top rising stud. Yeah, yeah, he was one of those like he was one of those like, hey, the, this is the next Spieth type kid, you know? Um, yeah, which it's, it's weird because of those guys. I always hate how that happens because you know those are the guys who you usually see as an amateur playing in mass in majors, yeah, masters and stuff like that. And and they 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 hype them up and they show way too many shots of theirs, even though they're in eighty eighty eighth place by themselves. Uh, and they do this right. I mean, you know, not everyone is like Sam Bennett, you know, where they're instantly up yeah. there. But they we saw that, that when Bryson Bryson was an amateur, mm-hmm. he he backed it up. We saw that with the young uh, Japanese kid. What was his name? Mm, what I, I don't know. Off the like top of my head, three four years ago at the Masters, I forget. Okay, he was like fourteen. Kazuki Higa? No, the guy, kid that was fourteen playing the Masters. Oh, I don't know about that off the yeah. top of my head. But I know what you're saying. It's just like it's always hit and miss. Where there's like some that 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 do end up uh, living up to the hype, and then there's some that just completely fall apart and die. And, and not die actually, but you know what I'm saying. Like their career dies, their prospect dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's just it's it's going to be interesting to see how that goes forward long term. I will say this though, like Greenbrier, let's get on with this, man. Yeah. I'm excited. This is going to be a really important tournament for so many different reasons. Obviously, we have several teams that are starting to get in form. Uh, we saw the Aces just you know reclaim their dominance at the last event back in london very interesting majestics are trending in the right direction i like seeing the way that where they've been at by the way they're looking more solid heinrich stenson is looking like he's about ready to find a win at some point this season i'm being serious i know i keep talking about him you have i been. love his swing but dude dude finished top 15 at, at, at the open maybe he, he goes back to back at bedminster that would be the place where i think it happens um, I, you know, I think we, I, I would love to see that uh, our first repeat champion. Yeah. Um, and live, it's crazy. But, There's only four more individual events with live. Same thing with the PGA tour, four more left, but the PGA tour ends on August 27th. And then it's just, you know, they got the full series, but then we got the two last individual events in live September 22nd and the 24th in Chicago. Then after that week, we have the Ryder Cup, then we got the event in Jeddah, October 13th to the 15th, and then the team event, Trump around Miami, October 20th to the 22nd, which Jake and I are going to do everything in our power. We're going to call all of our connections in. We're going to, uh, you know, hand in all of our favors, and uh, we're going to try to be there that weekend in Miami. Do let's invite Pants, too. Yeah, be, be of course. Yeah, invite uh, Pants, pro golf critic, anybody. We'll have a fucking weekend out of it. Probably see Johnny Muno down there. Uh, Johnny Muno, by the way, is a good friend he's of ours. The, he's ours. the best, man. He's he's he goes to so many events, dude. He does. He's he's actually caddying this week, I think, for Drunk by the Turn over at Greenbrier. He works for Live. No, he does not. He he's he is You'd Liv's number he one fan. You yeah. think he would? Um, he is Liv's number one fan. Um, 
That dude, oh my God, you cannot have a four-second conversation without the word live popping up in it. Yeah, he loves live. He's constantly posting live. And honestly, you got to give him credit, man. He's been one of our followers from the beginning. He dude, gives he, us a lot of play. He likes all of our stuff. So, Johnny Munoz, if we go to Miami, come out and have dinner on us. Well, if he goes to Bedminster, I need to let, I need to let you know. Okay, absolutely. I'm be, so pissed, first. man. I, I'm, I'm going to be in Lake George. Because oh. last, last year I went to Bedminster, and um, I loved it. It was my first live event, and I want to go back so bad. And then when the schedule came out, I'm like, of course, of course. Now, I will be coming home from Lake George on the 12th. So, depending on how tired i am or how crazy of a weekend it was you know it is though i gotta come all the way back to long island from lake george that's four hours then i'd have to travel another two hours to bed you know last year i went to bedminster because i stayed the night in jersey because mm -hmm. like you know you don't want to travel two hours and be on the course all day and then tra travel another two hours home but maybe we'll see if, if we get a nice leaderboard maybe i'll check out there well here's a here's an interesting point we, we talk about how dominant gooch has been this season so far you look at the overall point standings, and he's only seven points ahead of Cameron Smith. Crazy. And that's that part of it's because, I mean, uh, some people have been, been saying, I mean, oh, Cam Smith had, had an off year. This is, of course, before Cam Smith's win at London. But at the, real, at, at the end of the day, Cam Smith really hasn't had a bad year at all. He's, no. he's been he's performed at pretty much every level, um, you know, done pretty well. Uh, if you look at his master's record for this year, sorry, his major record for this year, it's it's pretty hard to argue uh, for a player that played the majors better than he did this year. Yeah, real talk, real talk. That played the majors as a collective. Um, you know, I think McElroy would place higher than yeah. him in that conversation. But there's very few players that are that are you can legitimately say played the collective majors better than him. Um, he's he's had a win on the live tour. He's been in contention in so many different conversations. Second place in Tulsa, lost in a playoff. Um, you know, he's he's made sure to show up, and it shows on the on the points boards. And he's uh, still in the top ten of the official World Golf Rankings after only recording four events because well, you know, five, uh, the five, four, you're, four well, majors. Well, four majors, but then also um, he did play in the two Australian PGA events. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, so that's there's a, there's a few extra because you got to remember like these live guys they they'll play on Asian tour events they'll play yeah but on, those are two I'm looking at it now those are 2022 oh so you're talking about for this calendar for year, this calendar 20, year 2023 yeah. yes. he went from from second down to eighth and honestly if he was playing a full schedule with points for everything mm -hmm. he he he'd be he'd be top five he might be top three so something I want to get I want to have a conversation now what are on. we doing what rankings are we going because I always go to the OWGR just mm -hmm. because it's the easiest and it's what I've been using forever like what rankings are we using now like what's I mean I, I do I do like Tugger? the UGR um, just because like they do they keep they keep active rankings for the senior players yeah. and you know yes I do think that Steve Stricker's a little bit too high up there but at the He's same time nobody's beating Steve Stricker where he plays yeah, don't, so. don't talk smack that Steve Stricker in front of Jake. No, seriously, real talk. Um, him and Patty Harrington are like, are like, hey, what's up, bro? Give me a high five mm -hmm. and a hug and a sandwich. Cam is eighth in Tugger. Yeah. He's the highest live guy. And then Brooks is fifteenth. Gooch is like thirty fifth, thirty second. Wow. Even 32nd. DJ and Patrick Reed. Like it's funny. Like he hasn't really 
you know, Patrick Reed hasn't won anything. Like, he hasn't won an individual event. But he is only 35 points behind Gooch. And that's because he has a fourth, a third, a fifth, and a second. Patrick Reed has been on top of the leaderboard, you know, top of the pylon all year long, man. And even like his, like he had two weeks in the 30s, but every other week after that, it's like 14 or better. So honestly, if he gets hot, man, I I don't, at one point this year, it was like Gooch is going to run away with this. But I really feel like it's it's a five-man race. It's between Gooch, you got DJ and Reed repping the uh, aces, Kepka with Smash and Cam Smith. I think it's those five. At this point, yes. I mean, it would take um, Hercules-type efforts from anybody else to really get in that conversation. Yeah, six to um, ten, you got Grace, Varner, Munoz, Uline, Pereira. Then you got Hal, Tringali, Bryce. Honestly, Bryson, if he... He would have to. He's he's far. He's like seventy points away. I no, no, he, yeah. he's he's it's it, no. it's coming down to the top five. And honestly, I feel like I I could see any five winning. To be honest with you, out of the top five, yes, because you got to remember, um, really, the only way that you're anyone else is going to get into that conversation is if it's uh, Gooch can have a rough week, but Cam Smith will not have a rough week. No. Or at least, I mean, he's only had two events outside the top twenty-five, which top twenty-five gets you points. But every single other event's been a top 10, top 5 finish. How disappointing will it be if Gooch drops out of the top 3 after after 3 wins? How disappointing will that be, you know? I don't know if it's disappointing. I think it's, it's just crazy. crazy. If he do, if When he doesn't win, his best finish was the first two tournaments, 14. So it's not like he's like winning these tournaments and also placing in the top 5. It's like either he wins or he has an off week, you know? It's crazy. Well... This is this is another one of those things, though. I mean, it says fourteenth, fourteenth, but this is one thing that I do yeah, hope changes for tie, in the future. The ties and stuff, yeah, yeah, because they don't do the ties, and this is one of the things that does frustrate me a lot with the point system. Um, if you look over the course of this season, who is the out and right absolute worst player on Live Golf? C one Kim. C one Kim. Um, no questions asked. No ifs, ands, or buts. C one Kim is the toilet of Live Golf. Um, and has been this whole entire year. He has gotten dead last in pretty much every event, and there are some and events. Pyatt, that he, Pyatt is also a zero points too. That's where I'm getting to. Pyatt's it's, a second. It's, it's, it's yeah. But but the thing is, Pyatt's season has been so infinitely better than him, as far as and and you, you can go well 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 at this event he finished 43rd, but C1 finished 46th. Yeah, but he beat him by 10 strokes. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is what frustrates me about this is that. Uh, on the point system, the way they do the point system, only top 25 per event get, sorry, top 24 per event get, get points, but they don't do and ties. So when so if 10 players get tied for 20th, um, they will find a way to rank you from 20th to 30th and where, to where guys won't get points. And that's irritating to me because, you know, it creates these scenarios also where James Pyatt, where we have four single events left. James Pyatt has had an infinitely better season, a more positive season, a more camera-friendly season. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting... And he's yeah. sitting logistically tied dead even with Siwon Kim, who I could go out there... If you could... Seriously, live golf. Hey, if you want to, fine. Just you know, give me a phone call. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, but I could probably go out there and have secured literally the same finishes that he has. Looking at this board, Chase Kepka has one point. Yeah. Honestly... It's gonna. He's gonna be up for relegation, 
and it's going to be interesting to see if Brooks keeps him around. Like, that's his brother. Like, you'd think he's going to do whatever he can to keep him around. But looking at the standings, man, with the relegation, he's not going to be a part of the free agent pool. Well, And he's not I, a captain. I really hope that, for, at least for this season, because I, really, I, I think that the point system right now is a little bit of an imperfect beast. I really do. There's going to be major changes, you know, because you also, the PGA Tour board is going to have say into live stuff now too. And we just saw, we'll get to that after this, Tiger Woods is now on the PGA Tour board. And I guess it's not the PGA Tour board, it's the NUCO board. NUCO board. Yeah, but honestly, the PGA is going to have some say into the way Liv is going to look next year. I don't think major say. Like, Liv is going to stay. All the fundamentals we love about Liv is going to stay because, you know, everyone loves Liv because of their fundamentals. You know, the 54 holes, shotgun star, the team format. Like, that, those are the pillars that will stay. But there'll be some small tweaks here and there. And honestly, it's going to be nice to see. Uh, I saw a lot of rumors that, I think Rom was talking to a lot of live guys, and a lot of the live guys have no desire to play on the PGA Tour. I'm sure there'll be one or two that will still play in certain events that you know are dear to them, but you know there's definitely going to be a bunch of PGA Tour guys that want to play on live. So that free agent pool at the end of the year with the relegation, you know, it's going to be interesting. These teams are going to look a lot different next year. Uh, and I, honestly, I think a lot of the, the Chase Kepka situation will be determined a lot by how the Maudie Wolf situation is. Yeah. Because um, that guy is not staying with Smash GC. I, I just don't see us. I just don't see an inroads back. You saw how poo poo his performance was in London. Um, you saw how bad he was at Valderrama, and both of those were with it being out in the open. Mm -hmm. Right. Those are with the feelings out in the open, and his game is. Is has gone from from weird to worse, and so with Matt Wolf, um, it may be a situation where they say, "Hey, listen, we're not resigning Matt Wolf. We don't want him back. We're taking Chase Kepka back. He's staying with the team." And that may be a salvation. Well, is he allowed to stay with the team with his rankings that know. low? Hey, I mean, I, the the way I read it is, if you're relegated, you're relegated, man. Like you, I mean, have, I mean you know, they say these things, but dude, you know the, I you know. know, there's so many things out in the open that and are just Brooks like, is the man. It's, it's Brooks. He's the only one on live to win a major this year. He's like, yeah. you know, if anybody has the most say in live. I would say Brooks is one, Phil's two, and I would say probably DJ's three. I mean, Cam well, Smith and, and is I up there. I think Chase is actually halfway safe simply because he brought in a sponsor this past week. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I so didn't. They, so um, Smash GC, or at least two members of oh, Smash GC. Oh, yeah, I heard GC. it. It was bold, bold, blue, bold, blue, bold, or uh, yeah, bold, bold, blue. Uh, yeah, blue ball. Uh, Not blue balls, like blue no, testicles. Balding, bald and blue. Bald and blue. B-L-U-E, bold, B-A-L-D. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but but that was Blue a balls. that was a sponsorship for Chase and Jason Kokrak. Um, so those two are sponsored by uh, um, by that clothing brand. Because um, now Brooks is still on his and Maddie Wolf is still on the Nike deals. Yes, Brooks and Maddie are still on Nike contracts, so they are obviously not in their gear. Um, but. Um, the fact is that's an open sponsorship and an open sponsorship that featured bald head blues bald head blues sorry thank that's you the for, right name yeah sorry uh, too many b's back to back to back right there we need to see which live golf team is going to be sponsored by long island golf co next year 
Mm, not next year. Five, maybe, maybe in five years. You need to go ahead and get working on that, buddy. I know. Hey, polos are coming out in less than 30 days. Those are going to be hype-tastic. Yes, can't wait. We'll do a crossover promotion. And honestly, I was thinking we need to get some 54 Live merch up in the store. So I think we might make a 54 Live shirt or hat and put it in the uh, Long Island Golf Co. shop. There you go. Do what you got to do. I'm sure people want to buy some 54 Live merch, right? Once in a while, you got to just rock the 54 Live and tell them I I love a nice green 54 Live t-shirt. 54 Live logo over the pocket. Mm. Sounds good. Sounds like, sounds like a win. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, so, but like I said, with this point system right now, guys, it's, it's going to be really important to just see a change in the future. I think Chase is going to end up being safe at the end of the year. He might be involved in a relegation conversation, mm-hmm. but I think his game is tight enough. I mean, if you look at his finishes, his, his contribution to the league this season, his contribution is way more than even Bernd Wiesberger, way more than Jed Morgan. Um, you know, certainly way better than than many of the other guys. I mean, it's it's weird to see players that are in this conversation that have had mm-hmm. these bad finishes. I mean, you know, Abraham Answer looks like he's digging. He's looks he's trending in the right direction. Looks like he's digging himself out of that pool of poo poo. Like um, I hate to say these guys suck because they're still. We're not saying suck. We're they, saying they're and if, and if such we do criti- amazing golfers. But like right. some of these guys are playing like dog shit, man. Like Weisberger, Kepka, Payet, Kim. Like you said, Morgan, even Graham McDowell. But Graham McDowell's been playing like dog shit for years, you know? Mm. The biggest thing for me is that... Answer was- has to be the biggest surprise. Because he's a, a top-rising young stud, and the guy posts 117th, 116th, everything else has been due to. He's back in the right direction, though, this past few weeks. I mean, um, you know. And, uh, but anyway, he, he also didn't show up in the majors, which was also weird. Yeah, and honestly, last thing, talking smack, one big disappointment i think for live has been thomas peters because he was a new signing for this year and he has all the talent in the world the belgian bomber and he hasn't showed up man hey, give him a break he's getting on the leaderboard yeah like he's i said starting- these these guys are amazing golfers but um you know i'm saying you like to see them play play well you know gotcha so you're saying though out of the comparison of all of these because there were six new signings brought into live this season um, and you're saying out of the six new ones, he's been kind of the, the, the one who's, who's had the least moments, if that's what, you, that's what you're saying. Yeah, right. We'll go over the six signings again. You had Peters. We had Bubba, right? No, no, no. It was Brendan Steele. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Lee. Danny Lee. He won. Yep. Um, we have... Um, Burmeester. Burmeester. He's 15th. Yep. We also have Mito Pereira and Sebastian Munoz. Yep. So yeah. Mito Munoz is eight. Six noon guys. Out of the six new guys, Peters is the lowest in points. Yep. And honestly, all those names other than I don't know, Munoz or Pereira, like Peters is like the sexiest name. And he's been around doing his thing since twenty sixteen, you know? He should have been doing a lot better than he has. I, I think we I think sometimes though we, we put unrealistic expectations on people. Um, but like, but let's be real. You're playing. Uh, I, I, I am going to say you're playing golf like once a month. But you know what? That could do with it too. You know, they're used to playing and getting into a rhythm. Like the live golf schedule. That's what I hope they do next year. I hope they condense the schedule next year. This year we had what? Twelve events? Sixteen events? How many? Fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. I hope they they go to sixteen events, but do it over like an eighth eight month period. You know, like two a month, 
just this way they could get into a rhythm. Like the events have been spread out so much, you know, we started end of February. So let's say March and the well, last events, October. Eh, well, well, to explain to you, you know why the events are like that, right? Uh, that, that's eight months like, right there. So I just look like an idiot. Right. But you know, you know why the events yes, are like Yes, because this, they right? want to go away from the majors and the elevated events. And No, 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 no. It's not that. It's, it's, it, it is majors. It, yeah, obviously you have to give a break around majors. That's four weeks right there you have to cut out. But then mm -hmm. also, there is no live event competing against an Asian tour event. Gotcha. So, so that's, that's part of it. Because remember, all of the bench players for live go and play in the, inter, in, in the, in the Asian tour events. Yeah. And then, so also, um, live players do go play in Asian tour events. No, I know, yeah. Uh, you know, so it's not everybody. I mean, there are certain events that Asian tour players, uh, sorry, the uh, live players do want to play in. So, for instance, we're going to see several of the European players go play at the uh, the uh, Scottish courses that they're playing at. Because I believe there are um, one of this one of the courses. I, I wanted to say St. Andrews, but it's not St. Andrews. But like one of the courses around that area is going to be played for an Asian tour event this summer. And mm. so a lot of the live players have said, yeah, we're going to be there. Um, so understand we're not just seeing that. And the live schedule is awesome because it allows the live players to play in other events. So like for instance, Carlos Ortiz, he's played in a couple Mexican league events, uh, one, one this year. Um, we're seeing them, we're seeing players take other opportunities is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, the only good you. thing about, the live pga dp world tour merger is you know now that they're one company together like they could work together on the schedule so they make it whereas every week we have a great event because like there's so many times like you know going back before live you know you know the events on the pga tour that just doesn't wet your whistle you know like we're john talking deere about Classic. yeah john d or like the fucking 3m you know like shit like that this way you know what those non-elevated events put a live event that week so that way we have you know an uh, elevated events put an asian tour event that week so the guys that aren't in the elevated events they could go play in asia you know and and the, the pga tour hasn't announced their schedule yet they announced the schedule for big events like the genesis the arnold palmer the players um memorial and the playoffs that's announced but there's one two there's like a good 15 events that they haven't announced yet so well, it's because there's so much that's still up in the air. We yeah. still have to figure out if the merger is actually going through. Exactly. There have been things that have made this seem like the merger will go through. As we see, Tiger Woods joining the board. We see the Liv just group. fired somebody. I just went to look up the Tiger article. Senior official Ron Cross has been removed from his position at Live Golf. Okay, Cross that was one. that's not. R Ron, is it? No, no, no. no. Okay. No, no. Cross was one of Live Golf's first hires in the fall of 2021, serving as chief events officer. So he was just let go. I just got worried for a second that it might have been our buddy. No, no, no. No, no, that's not. That's not no, nope. yep. Different last name. Right. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, dude. Um, look, there's a lot of things still up in the air. Um, so that's why we're not seeing the schedule released yet because we have to obviously get to the finish line first. Remember, we have the November deadline. It's kind of when everything kind of just Yeah, and falls I feel out. like the stuff with Congress has died down. It's going to happen. Well, the Congress stuff is always going to die down because it's just, really, it's just a witch hunt opportunity where they just want to grandstand and make people think that they can mm -hmm. actually do something and then just go and pat themselves in the back and go, I questioned somebody. I asked him the hard I questions. And I would say this, though. Like, there was you know a few week period where i thought live might be in trouble and you know they would stop live and you know bring everybody together on the one circuit but 
Now, the more and more that time goes by and the more and more I read, that's not going to happen. Like, you know, it might happen in the future, but Liv's definitely coming back for 2024. Oh, yeah. No reason. No reason otherwise. I mean, they were... Uh we're seeing new and new sponsors every yeah. single week. We're seeing uh, new opportunities popping up. Uh, this is the floodgates have opened. Live is open for business. Yeah. Who knows? Um, maybe maybe there won't be a PGA tour in the future, and it'll all be live. Who knows? You know, so for but, Greenbrier specifically, though, like yeah. Before uh, we get to Greenbrier, Tiger Woods, the players asked for him to be a part of the board. So the PGA tour has now added tiger woods to be a part of their board so the players can have more transparency and i think that's great for tiger and honestly they should add phil on the board too you know phil he called all this before it happened and i'm honestly like phil gets you know shit on but you know what he was right all along so i think it would be great like if you're gonna want a board now i understand you have what's his name um the pif uh, Syed, right? Syed? What is Excellency? Yes, what's his name? Yasser? Yasir, Yasir, okay, Yasir. Yasir is on the board. So he is going to, you know, have a say and, and want to help live. But if you got Tiger Woods, the PJ Tour's top player on the board, you know what? If you want to have the board have transparency and be fair, you should have a top live golfer on the board and. Even going further, you should have a top DP World Tour player on the board. That way, each circuit, each league has their say, and everybody gets an equal share. You know what I mean? If it's for Nuco, yes. Yes, um, for Nuco. Um, I, uh, I want Phil on that kind of board, because obviously his playing years are shrinking. Um, we're not trying to shy away from that. I think he still has plenty of good golf left. I think he still has one win somewhere left um that's not senior tour exclusive you know what i'm saying yep um i think he has a win left in him um when will it happen hopefully in the next year um but you're right uh this is still should be in a leadership role and the best thing ever is going to be once he stops playing phil is going to be in the booth to live and that's going to be amazing you think he'll be actually in the booth? I mean, I, I don't know. Bro, he yeah. killed it in the booth when he sat in. I'm not saying so, he didn't kill it. I'm yeah. just saying, who would you kick? I mean, because uh, the, the three in the booth right now are awesome. I mean, you got Jerry. You got, you know, I mean, maybe maybe they kick Faraday when Faraday gets. Yeah, you know, put Faraday back on Fer- the course. No, 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 no. Faraday's too old for the course, man. He can't. No, no, no. Um, no, no, no. But um, and when I say kick Faraday, like uh, the only reason why I would say kick Faraday is like. If, you know, Faraday, you know, he's not a spring chicken. He's the oldest yeah. of the guys up there. He's like, he, he, he may not always seem like it, but I think he's pretty close to 70. If so, Phil wants to go in the booth, they'll, they'll kick out whoever, you know, like Phil's Phil. Like, just think about the people that would tune in just to watch Phil talk about golf. I don't know. I think I, 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 I really enjoy Faraday, but I, yeah. the reason why I was saying Faraday is simply because he's the oldest. Um, he, you know, uh, so there, there, there's two kinds of broadcasters. They're the, they're the ones who do it till they die. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're literally like Dick Vitale. They're out there until 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 somebody forces them out of the out of the booth physically, um, because they probably you know uh, glue themselves to the seat. You know, Lee Corso. The, I think the only reason Lee Corso is still alive is because they, they oh, dig him out yeah. of the ground every single year for College Game Day. It's, it's getting worse. He's so bad, man. I was watching a clip from last year. He called a little kid midget. He's like, "No, you're wrong, midget." <laughs> 
but yeah. yeah honestly again what do i know uh, again according to some of our followers i don't know all four guys on torque so you know jake is the brains of the operation and i'm i'm the uh uh, I'm the uh, Jake is the how, how do I word this? Jake is the the voice, and I'm the back. So I, I'm I don't know. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't uh, have it today. Listen, I'm sorry. My my two year old son, he's turning three in a month, and me and my wife said about a few weeks ago, we're so lucky we didn't experience terrible twos and we mushed ourselves because my son has been a terror. He's not sleeping at night. All of a sudden, he's going through a little regression. Never had an issue at nighttime with him. We put him in a big boy bed. Now he's running all over the house, upstairs, coming in our room. So I, I mean, we haven't had good sleep in a few weeks. So if I'm a little off, that's why. You know, God still loves you. Yeah. Things will get better. All right, so let's get let's get let's on finish up Greenbrier and we'll wrap this up. Alrighty. So there are three guys that I'm looking at of Greenbrier that um, you know are not the the usual suspects. Obviously, look at the usual suspects. Look at the guys jostling for points. That top five looks juicy, right? The 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 Gooch, the Smith, Kepka, P. Reed, and Johnson. Three players we got to see something out of. I need to see something out of three players this week. This is a course where they've won before. This is a course where I need to see one of them show up and be in contention. And one of them really needs to show up and be in contention. Because he's had a completely bad year, I think, in my opinion. I think I know who you're going to say. Joaquin Neiman. Yep. He won so, in 2019. Yep. And, and honestly, this is where he needs to show up and be and, and be a stud nugget this week. You know who also won on, on Live? Kevin Na and Danny Lee. Yeah. So, guys, put your money on some iron heads this week. I'm just saying, Danny Lee has showed up where where he where he wants to show up so you know he's had he hasn't really done much since his initial win um in in, in tucson but you know keep an eye on him kevin nas been playing in the right direction the past few weeks past month or so so keep an eye on him also i'm excited man i really i think that one of those if one of those three wins i'll be very pleased that would be good. I, I would love for Neiman. Neiman hasn't had his really breakout live moment yet, you know? Like, He's had his, his breakout live moment as the team because the team has been yeah, amazing yes, this yes. year. The team has been amazing. The team keeps winning. They're in second place. And honestly, it's going to be hard for them to, you know, chase down the aces, especially if Patrick Reed and, and DJ keep racking up top fives. Mm -hmm. um, but it can happen. It, it very well can happen. Um, but I think that... Yeah, I, I, I think I think Neiman does need to have a big week, and I hope they chase them down and we get a little excitement because nothing will be worse than you know the event in Miami like mean nothing because the Aces are so far ahead, you know. That's true. Um, uh, granted, the way the, the Miami work uh, event works, it's not it, it, the Miami uh, the, the the individual points matter. Mm -hmm. uh, and are closed at the end of Jeddah. Yes. But the um, team event, the points for the teams don't actually relate to, te to, to season championship. All they relate to is your placing going into that tournament. So don't look at it like that. Oh, really? Or, okay. Yes. All they do is it's it's uh, it's literally a placing. So and literally livegolf.com standings and um, just went down while we're trying to go over it. So... I noticed that. that. Yeah. But no, um, so the, uh, 
the, the, those points literally just mean for your placing in the in that. So remember, top four teams get a bye through the semi to the second round. Yeah, I remember um, that part. Yeah, and then um, the fifth place team uh, through eighth place team get first priority picks of who they want to play against in the first round. So fifth place team most likely is going to pick a 12th place team um, and so on and so forth. And that's through the first round. And then of course, you know, whoever makes it through that first round, same thing happens with first place getting to pick their first pick uh, of who they want to play against. So those points do matter for your placing and your standing, uh, but they don't matter for actual like. And then there's two head on head to head matches and then one, best ball right yeah two head-to-heads and one best ball what do you, you think they're gonna put c1 kim out there as a sacrificial lamb and just be like all right just go lose your head-to-head who's gonna want to play with him nobody yeah um but it's I like mean, do you put those those matches matter you know like do you hope that you put him on a team with somebody and like put him with like scott vincent and just hope that they find something and put Na and uh, Danny Lee out alone, or do, do you, does Kevin Na bite the bullet and say, you know what, C1, come play with me. Let's find something. Let's try to get through. It's going to be interesting to see. Well, that will be for sure. Um, the Ironheads aren't as handicapped as you might think. I mean, they're pretty handicapped. If they can find a way to get like fifth, like to, to like sixth place, they'll, which they have the ability to do that. I uh, mean, um, no chance. I will kick you in the nuts. Uh, but no, it, they, they have a better chance than, like, the cliques are looking like cannon fodder right now. Yeah. Um, Richard Bland did great at the Open Championship. But when your most talked about and best player as far as performance value is a 52-year-old man, um, that's a real big red flag for he's, a team. He's really showing up these youngins, man. But Kaima hasn't been able to play. Graham McDowell's been horrible, you know? So it's like... I feel and Aaron Wiesberger's been kind of a... Uh, uh, he, he has his moments. He has two he, points, bro. He's, he's, he's in with Kepka and Piat and Piat and friggin' he's horrible. He's not, though. That's what, that's what I hate about the live point system, though, is that he's had a lot of... You know, him and Piot have both had quite a bit of leaderboard exposure this mm-hmm. year, but because of how the live point, live point system works, um, you know, you can, you know, if you're tied, like again, if you if you have ten guys tied for tenth, you don't get ten place points. You get you get uh, you know uh, you get whatever. Uh, however they score know, inside of those. Yeah, sorry. I'm you've been co- no, you've been complaining about it all year. I understand. Oh, here we go. The leaderboard just came up. Um, Never mind. This is the leaderboard for London. Fuck it. Um, yeah. So I, you like Neiman? Who else? I like Neiman. I like Nah. I like Lee. I'm, I'm putting some money, uh, money on those three because mm. courses for courses. But then I'm also going to go with. Um, um, I, I think this is this is. I think out of the remaining schedule, this is Gucci's last real chance to win a win an event this year. Really. Uh, the, I mean, I know that's weird because... But like, the Bedminster they played last year, Rich Harvest Farms they played last year, so, you know, they're going Jetta, they play that all the time. They're, they're going to courses that they're familiar with. Right, but those are courses that are tough courses. Yeah. And, I mean, Gooch, his record is better on easier courses. And I hate saying it like that, but courses that play easier. Is that yeah. fair to say? Fair to you say. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. I do know what you're talking about. Um, so... That's what I'm expecting for... This is Gucci's last chance to win, win an event this year, I feel like. Um, 
And then um, last pick, then I'm, I'm going on a limb here right now. I, I think Cameron Tringale. He's been trending in the right direction, man. And I really want to see a high flyer get some points, man. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I honestly, the high flyers have, when you look at the lives historical value, um, which is what I, which is what I, that spreadsheet that I make, and I, you know, monitor it and looking at like first place finishes, third place finishes, all that jazz, and like what their actual on course value is, it pisses me off that the high flyers are still tied um, with the cliques. Um, because they played so much better than that, yeah, and um, they just haven't had the the finish, the result to go along with it. So there's a lot at stake here, and I expect or hope to see um, some goodness coming about. I'm gonna go with Bryson DeChambeau because he let me down at the open. So I am riding Bryson DeChambeau until he gets me a win. So he's my first pick every week until he gets me a win i'm also going with sergio because i think if he plays well the next couple tournaments it's only two tournaments because by the time the they go to chicago the Ryder cup standings and points will be settled so these guys have two events these live guys have two events to show that they deserve to be a captain's pick for the Ryder cup so i'm going sergio and my third pick will be Patrick Reed. Same reason. He wants to show Zach Johnson that his game is good. It is good. He's trending in the right direction. So I'm going with guys that have something to something to play for other than, you know, increasing their standings and live the Ryder Cup. Because we know all these players, they live for the Ryder Cup. And on the team side, I'm going with Torquega, man. I, I, I want them to win. And I want them... You know, I'd like to see somebody else in the Aces win. And I just, they're so young and energetic and I enjoy watching them play. So Sergio, Bryson, Reed, Torque for Diggsies. Gotcha. Um, teams, team-wise, can't, can't root against the Aces. I mean, I want to, but, you know, you just know that they're going to do good. Um, I'm starting. Like, I'm starting to understand why people hate the Yankees because I'm a Yankees fan, and how everyone's like, "Oh, I hate the Yankees because all they do is win." That's how I'm starting to feel about the Aces. Thank you for finally understanding that. Sir. Yeah, well, the Yankees suck this year, and they sat on their ass yesterday in the, the, the trade deadline. So, you know, all the Yankee haters are probably laughing right now. Well, you know, it always makes me makes me laugh whenever they. Start what team do you root for down in Oklahoma? Braves? Uh, you got to remember, I'm from Dallas originally. So oh, okay. Tex- Texas Rangers, baby girl. Texas Rangers. Hey, they're, they're, uh, they're looking good this year. I mean, more, uh, you got to understand, like... And you're a Cowboys uh, fan, too? Begrudgingly, sometimes. Yeah. You know, uh, I was a, a Cleveland Browns fan until they traded Baker Mayfield. Baker's your boy. So why don't you go roof at Tampa? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta see how things play out first, okay, man? Like, <laughs> no, nah, because nah, uh, you gotta understand. Like, uh, I lo- uh, we love us some, uh, some Baker Mayfield here in Oklahoma, yeah. Because he, because he was he was a bro. He was a bro. Like, he was somebody he'd play on li- he'd play on live golf if he was a golfer. Like, he'd he'd, he'd be a live golfer one hundred percent. Yeah, him and Johnny Manziel will have a team together. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad though. That's sad that they're in the same conversation. Yep. But yeah, you're right. You're probably right. So you aces. Who else? Um, I, I picked two guys in, in the Ironheads, so I got to go Ironheads. Mm, okay. um, and then, um, I really want to see what I want to see and what I know is going to happen are two very different things. Uh, third team, I got to say, keep an eye out. This is Greenbrier. 
uh, keep an eye out on the Torque team. They're they're gonna they're gonna probably they're either gonna finish in like seventh or they're gonna run run away with this thing. I thought you were gonna say cliques, and I was like, man, you you worked too hard yesterday. Your brain isn't <laughs> yeah, all there. Yeah, he just got got a heat stroke going on up here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so unfortunately, we will not be back next week because Digsies will be up in the woods in the cabin. I'll have no Wi-Fi, no nothing. I'm gonna go get a little break um jake will be back next week but he will be posting on his youtube so make sure you follow jake's youtube which is uh jake span golf jake span golf and i'm sure jake will be on with the uh, big boy pants and the rest of the crew soon right absolutely yeah so you could always find jake jake's the jake is a man of the people you could find him on many channels many platforms but uh we will be back to recap the green buyer and bedminster april 14th or 15th sometime around there and then uh yeah we get ready for the home stretch man and uh we'll definitely have a lot of episodes this fall because there's going to be a lot of news breaking and a lot of chaos yeah and a lot of chaos but that does it for us make sure to listen to us apple podcast spotify follow us on twitter at 54 live pod on tiktok at 54 live pod and on instagram at 54 live pod and uh we'll see you in two weeks jake anything else life is good in the hood by the way if you're if you're the I don't know about you guys, but the High Flyers were supposed to have had a drawing for their giveaway for their signed vessel bag. Haven't seen any information about that yet. If you fi- if you find out who won or did win, let me know in the comments below. And Majestics, oh. if you guys are listening, why don't you do a raffle for one of those beds with the LED screen? Or, or would, how about you just like give us a phone call? Like, yeah. You know, come well, on. how about you, how Majestics, if you're listening, how about you respond to the DM oh. I sent you about asking to have hey, hey. the person running your social media come on, not social media, the person who's running your business come on, because you we, we give you props every week and say that you are the best team when it comes to terms of sponsorship and social media. You guys are doing the right thing. You small businessmen. We're giving you credit every week, and you can't even respond to a DM. Come on. Respond to that DM. Let's get whoever's running the show over there on the podcast to talk about. And also, our boy Travis Smythe got a hole-in-one at the Open Championship. I'm sure if you were watching it, you saw that. And uh, I spoke to Travis last week, and he will be coming on soon. So we'll touch base to see how his season's going as well. Epic, epic. All right, guys. Later. We will catch you in two weeks. For Diggsies and Jake, 54 Live Podcast, we're out.